Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 106. This one, the first episode of 2014. Wow. Season 6, episode 10's second shunts, directed by Dean Holland, written by Mike Schur, series creator, and Amy Poehler, series star. How magical. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. I'm Sean. And we, Haley, you and I are drinking some fancy, some fancy oh, drinks some today. fancy. We went, my friend Lisa, friend of the podcast, and her husband Patrick and their daughter Grace were staying with us this weekend. Uh, and then we just went to Gordo's a minute ago, right before they went home and we were leaving. Well, I had a drink and I really liked it. It was very tasty, very refreshing. So I was like, Joey, you should see if they have them to go. So he ran in and we have these little juice box pouches. Very fun. It is a raspberry Floradora is what it's called, which is just a fun name. Raspberry Floradora. Why? Don't know. Uh, but it's got like raspberries and they kind of broke some of them up. So there's like the loose, you know, seedy parts in there. Uh, and then it has a lime. This one has a lime wedge. The one that I had at the restaurant had a lemon wedge or lemon wheel. And it was also supposed to have an orange wheel, but it didn't have the orange. Uh, but it's good. It's gin. Very tasty. Refreshing. And Sean, you had a uh, wedding alcohol today. At wedding alcohol, uh, it was an open bar, and so there was champagne, there was some red wine, there was some clear wine, and there was a white wine, and there was beer. So you had... I don't know, know the names of the wines. There was One of them was Prosecco. I don't know which color that was. That would be a white wine. And, uh, and very juice-esque. Is that what you had? So maybe the Chardonnay was the clear one. Yes. That sounds and more And the mind. red one. I don't know what the red one Perhaps is. Perhaps a Malbec or a Pinot Noir. Maybe. Or maybe. A Syrah. Okay, Syrah. It could have been Syrah. all of those. Could have been all three, all at once. Either way, magical all around. Have you ever been to a wedding that didn't have an open bar? Yes. I was at one as well. It was with my sister. <laughs> my sister yeah, I said, come to this wedding with me. It's a friend you don't know, and you don't know any guests, and it's a not open bar. And I was like, I might have been under 21 at the time, actually. So who knows? It's probably <laughs> uh, for the best. It could have been, but, but not for you. It was not an open bar for you. No, I, it definitely was not an open bar. I remember her lamenting about it. And she was like, I don't think I know this friend well enough to like <laughs> spend a lot of money. Here. Mm-hmm. She said it nicer than that. But it was, it was very like, uh, she also did not know that many people outside of the bride. But hey, we've all been to weddings like that. Maybe, I don't know, unclear. Yeah, I've been yeah. to a weddings that didn't have open bars. No, I was saying where you don't oh, know a lot of people. Yes, yes, I've also been to weddings where I didn't know very many people. I would say most weddings that I've been to, I didn't know very many people. And Sean, this wedding, notable for you, and I perhaps the first wedding you've been at where someone did not ask you how to Dougie. Is this correct? Correct, because, you know, we're in... <laughs> We are in these COVID times, uh, so there's no, there was no dancing allowed. I, w- I did tell my friends at the wedding, like, hey, 
uh, normally I was the only black guy at the wedding because, you know, that happens. Uh, normally when in that situation, someone will come up to me and ask me whether if I played a sport or I look like a, uh, a, a person, a celebrity, whether that's Dwayne Wade or Kevin Hart. So I told them to be on the watch. Uh, we didn't have that situation happen today because we had to leave early because of uh, some excessive alcohol drinking from my friends. And so <laughs> they needed to be taken home. And so they one took one home and I took the other. Excellent work, Sean. And, and way to not be that friend, which... Yeah. I think it's really it, the goal of any wedding is don't be don't be that friend. Don't be that friend. Re- really don't be that friend. I want to I mean I I probably been that friend but not at a wedding. And I can see how frustrating it is when you're that friend and your other friends have to take care of you. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's so embarrassing. I have to apologize to multiple people and then they say it's too late. <laughs> Sean, you did mention that you snagged some wedding cake before you left. Let's talk us through this cake. Okay, so there was two. And so I guess there were two cakes, the groom and bride cake, but I didn't get to see the full cake because they brought out pizzas. And so there was a white one and a chocolate one. Um, They were both delicious. Uh, Let's see. The white one was, I think, plain white cake, but it had hints of strawberry and the icing, even though it was, you know, white icing. So I don't know what they did there. And the, the chocolate one was the same. It's the same icing, but chocolate cake. It was both delish. I was, I was pleased. And um, there was a... So of my, of my friends at the, our table, there were four of us. And there were two others, like two randoms, that didn't know where to sit. So they sat with us. But then they left. Because um, mm. I guess they didn't drink. And so when they got cake delivered to their, tape, to their spot, I was just sitting there looking at their cake after I finished my cake. But um, I didn't eat their cake because I needed to leave. Sean said, Man, Sean you said okay, cake. I'm just going to start going, home, home, home. <laughs> and if you get eaten, it's your own fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, as much as we can and probably should talk about wedding cakes, this is a Parks and Rec podcast. If you are uh, a first-time listener to the show, we've already went over what we're getting Parks and rec with today. But, Sean, you also work in the Parks and Rec department, so we are getting caught up to speed on the show. And this episode has two of my, I would say, top ten quotes from the entire show. So when we get to the quote of the episode, there will be two of them. That's quotes of the episode. I'm sorry, I couldn't pick. They're both wonderful. I'm sure you can probably guess some of them. But first, you're going to have to guess trivia. Because, Sean, you are... You're not doing great. You're not doing great on trivia here. <laughs> You're down six to two. And the penalty is going to be harsh. We're getting a dunk tank. I believe that is what, two feet deep? Yeah, let's just do like a one foot dunk tank if we're if we're just gonna go for it. That sounds painful, you know, toes. Yeah, right? so is the two foot. <laughs> Joey's crazy. I don't. I don't know what the going rate. Do you think dunk tanks charge by the the deep? No, the I depth? don't. I think they're sort of pretty Sam. Why can't I say standard? Because we've had a lot of these Flora roses, Dora roses, Flora Doras, Flora Doras. Yeah, where's the rose? I guess it's Alexis. kind of rose colored. I don't know. Yeah. It's 
it's very it's very fancy. I did like that she threw a lime in there, and I also appreciated the struggle of getting. You know when you uh, are mixing a drink and you'll put the two. Uh, like a glass on top of a yeah, glass. Yeah, like the shaker. Yeah, shaker in a shaker, and she could not get it open. She was like doing the hitting. We uh-huh. hit the side of it. Like they could, were stuck together. Yeah, she could not get them untangled. And as someone who the few times I have actually tried to prepare a cocktail in a legit manner like that, cannot get the the shakers unstuck. So I appreciated the effort. I also you have to hit that. it yeah, hard. She gives a lot. The heel of your hand, Sean. I have hit it incredibly hard. Okay. And it just oh, it's unresponsive to my it won't thunderous taps. Yeah, it won't loosen up. All right, trivia. Quick reminder for both of you. <laughs> I'm going to ask three questions to each of you. Whoever gets the most right, you're winning. You're winning this round. Okay. And won't have to go in the one to two foot dunk tank. But maybe maybe regulation size dunk tank. We'll yeah. See. We'll see what's on the market. Sean, your first question. In the cold open of this episode, Andy is suffering from jet lag. He has come back from the UK, a.k.a. Guardians of the Galaxy, and he is now very jet-lagged, which, like, you're a, maybe a day, maybe a day of jet-lag coming Andy, back from you Europe. Know. But yes, Andy is a bear. He apparently cannot get back on a normal sleep schedule. April is lamenting it, and we're seeing things of Andy, of him uh, being asleep. She tries putting peanut butter on his face. Champion tries to lick it off. There's one part where she wakes him up, or she's about to wake him up. She's trying to, at least. And he is muttering to himself that someone is apparently stealing his spaghetti. Who is that trying to steal his spaghetti? I know that was a really long setup. No fucking clue. (laughs) I don't remember who. I don't remember him muttering. I remember him muttering, but I don't remember the specific person. Is it? It's a person's name. Or now? It's a name. Okay. All right, Sean, you got a guess? No, I, I have it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who it was or what it was. Yeah, today's trivia is mildly difficult. I huh. Okay, I'm going to guess. Yes. Spider-Man. No, but not you, so who terribly was off. Yeah. Like a, a famous movie character it's Chewbacca Chewbacca that's my Mm -hmm. spaghetti Chewbacca yeah I remembered it was like something in the realm of either fantasy or sci-fi or something like that after you told me that it wasn't a person's name I was like hmm maybe my brain does remember that a little well maybe that's the hardest question here I mean we'll find out let's hope so well yeah we'll see Haley your first question what did Ron offer Leslie on her last day (laughs) Um, Is that a laugh of recognition, Sean? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh good, because I don't know. Um, <laughs> a, a handshake? That is incorrect. Sean, your chance to steal. <laughs> it was like, it was an adoring nod. And he just like, <laughs> oh, of, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Ben was like, make sure you're, today's her last day. Let's be extra like supportive. And yeah. The Ron face he made, because he kind of smiled too. Like, it's a very kind nod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was spot on. <laughs> All right, Sean. Yes. I'm 
I'm certain you will get this wrong, but maybe, oh. maybe I, it, it was, the, when I was writing this down, I was like, this will be a maybe, but then I didn't find anything else throughout the episode, so I had to leave it. When Ben is ordering a singing telegram for Leslie, he asks, do you have any songs from this soundtrack? Do you remember the film? Requiem for a Dream. Boom! Sean! I knew My it face. Too. Yeah. My face. Haley knew it as well. That was the easiest trivia thus far. Oh, I was wondering if it was too obscure, but I guess Chewbacca was more so. Well, Haley. Yeah. You're down to nothing. But I think you can bounce back here with your second question. Okay. As Councilman Dexhart is undergoing yet another scandal. Uh-huh. He says he's doing lots of different things. One of those things is text-mexting, which is sending a photo of your junk from the bathroom of which restaurant? Of a Chili's, but not just a Chili's, a Chili's to-go restaurant. That is correct. Regular Chili's, another term. Chili's to-go Yeah, is the text-mexting. Text-mexting. <laughs> yes. It's hard to say. Sean, you're shaking your head wistfully. Perhaps excited at your question number three. Another Dexhart question. Who is his cousin? Oh, I know. Shit. Haley <laughs> uh, is raising her hand like a brown noser in class. His cousin is someone famous. It is, I, I'm not, it's Selena Gomez. That is incorrect, Haley. But not terribly far off because it is Miley Cyrus. Ah, Miley Cyrus it is. He comes in like a wrecking ball. Both Disney Channel stars, right? <laughs> yeah. Similar ages. Both have one to two jams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Haley. Yes. All of a sudden. One to two. No, two, two, <laughs> two, two. No, one to two jams. Yeah. Oh, one I mean, to two jams. Yeah. Miley has... More than that, I feel like. <laughs> I would agree. I think Miley has more jams. Name name three jams from Miley. Came in like a wrecking ball. Um, That's not a jam? Oh, okay. I don't know. Party in the USA. I hate um, that song, but it is a jam. It's a people jam. Yeah. All right, Sean, I'm gonna, I might need you to help me out on the third <laughs> I one. I guess he was right. He was right. <laughs> no, I, there probably is other ones. I just, I actually don't really know a lot of Miley Cyrus songs. What's, what's the song she twerks to? I don't know twang, that one. Twang, 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 twang. I've seen her. I, I saw that performance. I believe but I that's know Wrecking it Ball, right? It's not. Oh, no. no. Is it We Can't Stop? That's the only other Miley song I think we I could name you. We Can't Stop. Yeah. That one? Yeah. See, I knew so that you one. just gave yourself away then. There's three jams. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> okay. I don't think uh, Wrecking Ball counts. Jam. I think it does. A jam needs to be like a, a more sort of like upbeat. Then sing a different one. Were you going to list? I don't know. All right. Sorry. I apologize. You said you didn't I, think. Haley's for the win question. Wait, I'm hold on, though. Again. Hold on. Because you said you don't think Party in the USA is, which means you. No, no, no. I said I don't like Party in the USA, but that's a, a jam. One. All right. Well, just tell us one more. Party in the USA is a jam. I don't know. We Can't Stop can kind of be a jam, I guess. All right. Uh, it's a little too slow for my taste. but Okay. But so is. I would consider Come and Get It a jam by Selena Gomez. And that's kind of a slower song. Is that song, the too. na na na? Yeah. And of course, her other jam is Can't Keep My Hands to Myself. Dang, maybe she does have more jams. 
I don't know. Cause I feel like Miley hasn't been making songs lately or if she has, I haven't heard them, but Selena has anyway. I don't know. Neither, we don't know. We don't know. We're we not, know. we're not up on our former Disney stars, current music careers, but Haley, you have a chance to win here. She has that newer one. The comeback perhaps of the century. I don't think Let's it see is. see if you can wrap it up. Who is Jen Barkley's mom married to? I mean, they didn't say a name, right? They just said her 19-year-old Korean husband. That is correct. Okay. No name. No name. Sean. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sean, stay with us. He's getting up to leave. <laughs> no, he's back. Okay. Thought we I'm the, U- I'm the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Blowing a 3-1 lead. <laughs> Dang. Sean with uh, a topical I thought you NBA had it, Sean. Especially because that first question, those first questions really got us. <laughs> uh, Chewbacca. <laughs> or underwater Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did that on an episode. I hope that comes out clearly. But Before. there's a difference in there. Probably. It's, it's a It's a good joke. For sure. Mm. I don't know if yeah, I that, that you like it. is what I mean. Yes. All right. Well, it's fun enough. You well, know, Sean, let's talk about yeah, what episode. this episode. Sean. All right. So second chunks uh, begins with Andy is back. But he's so jet lagged. He's been jet lagged for the past two days. He's awake at 2 a.m. mowing the lawn, but he sleeps all throughout the day, and April hates it. So she tries multiple ways to get him to wake up, including putting peanut butter on his face so Champion could lick it off. And I'm like, oh, that's, uh. But then Frank licks me in the face all the time. But, so. but no, <laughs> no just peanut butter required. But not required. to lick peanut butter off. I feel like that does <laughs> yeah. bring it to a next level. And she yeah, puts so much on, like a beard of peanut butter. <laughs> um. He finally wakes up when she brings the water hose into the house and she's about to spray him. But uh, he wakes up and says, hey, were you about to spray me when to wake me up? She's like, yeah. He's like, in the house? <laughs> He's like, uh, can you do it anyway? And so they start, they have a water fight in the house. Um, the uh, Leslie is cleaning out her office, which I, this really confused me because I thought She's not losing. I thought she's just losing her city council seat, not her deputy director position. But I guess it's she's losing both. Unclear, but she does have her own councilwoman office that is not her deputy director office. So she was cleaning that one out for sure. But then Perd said, "Oh, this lady's unemployed. Has a press conference." Anyways, uh, so it wasn't clear that she was like leaving, leaving. Or just leaving the city council. Anyway, she's she's cleaning out her boxes, cleaning out her office because she's this is her last day. Kristen Bell is there. Ingrid, Ingrid, something. Mm-hmm. I forgot her last name. Ingrid's there to take over uh, her seat. So, um, what's the name? Leslie is showing her the council chambers and like, hey, this is where you seat. And Kristen Bell's like, you know, she's honored to be. Uh, using this, uh, but she tries to cheer Leslie up because Leslie's like muttering to herself as she's looking at her nameplate and saying goodbye. And she tries to get her to sing a song with her, but Kristen Bell sings opera apparently, and so Leslie's not not. Oh, going to- <laughs> it's just like a one note. Yeah, and then they're both like, "No." 
<laughs> so they leave. Um, but she does say that she's going to honor Leslie's legacy, which, you know, that's nice. Yeah. Let's see. What else? Tom gets his payout from his business, from selling winter, uh, renter swag to, uh, to the funds. And so he gets like $32,000. He doesn't know what to do with it. Uh, he asks Sean, the lawyer, uh, <laughs> what do, um, where, how come he didn't come here to say, you know, to do this deal himself? And he's like, because rich people pay people to do their work for them. So this gets, gives Tom the great idea to, uh, he's going to start a new business and where he's going to get people to work for him, but he doesn't really have any uh, good ideas. He asks his coworkers for ideas. Uh, I think. What is April? April, none of them had anything. Um, so Tom pretty, pretty much comes up with a tissue box with a speaker on it. So every time you pull a piece of tissue out, it says something like a, uh, a little comment to brighten up your day. Yeah, and uh, April doesn't like it. Andy is mesmerized because he doesn't <laughs> understand that the voice came out of the box and not Tom. But then later <laughs> in the episode, it seems like Ron kind of really likes it. Because he started pulling out all the tissues just to hear what they would say. Um, and that was a little and, surprising. It was the fun, the way they set it up. It was a battery pack with a red and white <laughs> wire. So the, the audio wires and then a little speaker on the side of it. So it's pretty funny. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, Tom, you know, Tom's always about that money. And he doesn't want to just do what he does right now. So he's trying to just figure out what's his next step what's his next goal uh because he wants to be rich one day i guess um he is already a millionaire though with thirty two thousand dollars oh yeah that was a quote he's a millionaire with thirty thousand dollars um leslie uh notices leslie and ben see that dex hart is having a press conference for yet another sex scandal uh and this and joey talked about the tex-mex uh, thing, <laughs> but this gives Leslie the idea, like, hey, this guy sucks. He's gonna be up for re-election in six months or whatever. I'm gonna run for his seat. And Ben's like, man, that's not a good idea. Like his district sucks, and uh, we would have to move you, there. Yeah, and spend, she's like, no, we could just spend fifty-one percent of our time there, and da da da. You could tell Ben doesn't really want to go through this again because running for that. Running for city council took so much out of them, not just Leslie, because she made all of them do a lot of the work, too. Uh, he, he really doesn't want to do it. He doesn't think it's a good idea. Um, he finally tells Leslie, like, hey, why don't we ask everybody what they say uh, if, once you tell them you're running for office? So everybody comes in, um, and they ask each individual person, and everybody's like, no. Even, <laughs> even Andy, who is like, he's sleepwalking through this entire episode. But he, like, instead of saying something dumb or stupid, he has probably, like, the wisest words. Because I guess he's in such a daze that he's not goofy. He's just serious about Leslie not running for this uh, position. But then someone, the only person that comes in is Larry, apparently. And Larry says, oh, Leslie, you're running for office again? Um, and I can't wait to support you. And then that makes Leslie mad. And so, because uh, they're just so mean. So mean. And poor Jerry. I'm going to call him Jerry because that's his real name. (laughs) 
uh, poor Jerry, because when Tom Tom pr- pretty much did uh, Shark Tank, uh, he had a panel and people were bringing in inventions for him to invest in. Uh, one lady had a a, a word counter, an out of minute word counter. Um, what else was there? What else? Was there? There's a guy that had like a. I didn't know the name for that thing. Like you did an abacus, or... an abacus, an abacus on a calculator. No, or an abacus on your phone, which is yeah, just a calculator. A calculator. Yeah, I never, I never knew that was called an abacus. But you're talking that... about it, aren't you? This is also <laughs> one of the quotes of this episode. Oh. It comes from oh. April in this oh. scene uh-huh. when she's encouraging people to speed through their mm. presentations and she goes time is money money is power power is pizza pizza is knowledge and she's like given like a wrap it up yeah, 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 it's yeah. delightful but jerry uh, has a presentation jerry has a presentation and he figured out how to create a uh, clean energy with his he had like a box with some wires and a piece of tupperware and like a blue light and it spun around and it was like clean energy, but it made him sneeze. And he sneezed. Well, April left because she didn't want to hear Larry's presentation. But uh, uh, he sneezed on everybody. And so they were like, gross. And he sneezed again. and He broke it. I think Ron gets up to leave, too, right? He he said, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Or like, I'm going to take this time to go to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was Ron that left. And then April's the one that's like, oh, you sneezed all over us. Like, get out of here. And he's like, I'm sorry, and starts walking away. And that's when he sneezes the second time and then drops it. And then there's glass everywhere. And I think that's when Tom is kind of like, oh, this isn't working. Let's wrap it up. That maybe was the inspiration for Tom to do his Kleenex. Could be. Because of Jerry sneezing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, little, little tie in there. Then he goes back to the office and he talks to April. And April... He's just like, man, this sucks. I have to go back to my old, boring, same job, blah. And she's like, yeah, dude, I'm younger than you. I've been in the department less time than you. I'm already married. I already am the head of my own department, whatever, whatever. And he's like, that's not fair. You just took your regular job and merged it with the animal control. And she's like, yeah, bro. So Tom walks into Ron's office. Is this the second quote? Because I don't remember it, but it's very funny. No, uh, <laughs> it's not. But it's it is also very funny of uh, Tom coming. Tom like runs and goes like Rah! and then he's like, "Sorry, I'm entering every room like that." It's, it's more it's exciting. More exciting. And then Ron goes, "Why did you enter it all?" More dramatic. <laughs> Maybe more dramatic. Yeah, I did like Ron's. Well, why did you enter it all? And so, <laughs> and so uh, Tom tells him, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm be the department's new business." liaison we need more money from the private sector da, 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 da. and ron's like all right i like that idea and i guess he has that job now i don't they didn't discuss pay or anything like he just created a new title for himself yeah knows, uh how <laughs> the logistics of that job and then he gave ron the tissue box and that's when ron's pulling out all the tissues uh and so yeah tom has a new job uh and and <laughs> chris they were back. Anne's back in this episode. Thank God. Um, they were... So after... <laughs> I'm backtracking. I'm sorry. So after Tom got done meeting with uh, Lafonso's lawyer, Tom left. And then you just see Lafonso on the phone saying that he flipped over the note twice because I guess he had left a note for Tom saying... I forgot what the note said, but it was very brief. And it told him to turn over the paper 
was, and then that paper told him to flip it was the like, paper you back over again. Tom, you suck. <laughs> Turn over the paper, and on the back it says, you suck more, you or now suck. you still yeah. suck. Yeah. Turn back over. <laughs> and so he only turned it over once or twice. And so the next scene, you see, we're at the Fonz's mouth talking on the phone. He's asking, how many times did he flip over the paper? <laughs> and it zooms out, and it's him. He's like, okay, I got to go. Um it says, "Hey, great news! Your baby's gonna be great." And he was with Anne and Chris in the, in the room. They're getting their sonogram, and they're telling, "Like we we love you as a doctor, even though you made our friend go broke." <laughs> um, he says, "Do you want to know the sex of the baby?" They said they couldn't decide if they wanted to see do it now or later. So he said, "I'll write it down on a sheet of paper, and y'all can open it when you're ready." They said, "Okay." So they like go to lunch. And they're like, oh, if it's a girl, we can do this, this, and this. If it's a boy, we can do that, that, and that. They said, all right, I'm literally stressing out right now. And so <laughs> they open up the letter, and it's chicken scratch. Like, they can't read it. They think it's, they can't read uh, Fonz's handwriting. So they don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Um, so they go. <laughs> they're freaking out. So they go to the doctor's house. They tried to call him. He's not in. They go to his house. That's He's the next like, morning, I think. <laughs> yeah, the next morning. And uh, Henry Winkler opens the door. And he's like, I'm watching cartoons with my son. So John Raphael comes, <laughs> <laughs> John Raphael comes running out of the background. like, And uh, starts hitting on Anne. And they're in matching uh, pajamas and robes. <laughs> hitting on Anne. Notices Chris is there. So he starts hitting on him, too. Because he, you know. He called the called man beautiful. And Chris is like, thanks. This is our other quote of the episode. <laughs> really, this whole scene is fantastic. <laughs> and it was on YouTube, and I'd watch it probably once a week, I would say, but then it got taken down. Copyright infringement and all of that. So I, I guess I just have to find this episode now if I want to watch it. But he's hitting on Anne, and she goes, I'm pregnant. And he says, the more the merrier. And, Anne, <laughs> and Chris goes, with my baby. <laughs> And he goes, well, you can t- come too, beautiful. And he's like, look at that. I guess I call men beautiful. I guess I'm open-minded as hell. I think you're pretty good looking. <laughs> and Chris goes, thank you. <laughs> um, so I guess, so, you know, Henry Winkler feels bad. So he says, all right, let me get dressed. We'll go to the doctor's office. They go to the doctor's office. And they're... Anne and Chris oh, because he waiting. couldn't he couldn't read it either. Oh, yeah, he couldn't read his own handwriting. <laughs> and he makes some so comment like, whoever... Scratch this out, didn't know what they were doing. It's like, wasn't it you? <laughs> so Anne and Chris are waiting there, you know, they're trying to decide, like, oh, what do you prefer? And they you could tell they preferred something, but they didn't admit what. And they both so, were just like, No, no preference, no preference. And then Henry Wickler walks in, says, It's a boy. And then they were they were both happy that they were having a boy. Yes. Well, in this episode, they were maybe in future episodes like, no, I really wanted to go. But they both seem very happy. And they look at they each other having. like, you said no preference. And then they both say, yeah, I didn't have one, but I really wanted a boy so, for some reason. They're both having a boy. Uh, so back to Leslie. Leslie, I guess, uh, still wants to run for office again, even though everybody told her no. So, And the whole time, Ben has been trying to think of what to get Leslie for her last day. So what he decided to get was Jen Barkley to come into town because uh, Jen Barkley is the best at running a campaign. So he bought her for an hour for $1,200. 
uh, Jim Barker sits down and they start chatting it out. She had a, the story about who, uh, what was the story that they didn't get into, but they were, it was interesting. Oh, it was about <laughs> her. She's like, cause Leslie asked her like, Oh, how are you? How's the family? Whatever. And she's like, you don't want to waste this time. You're paying me so much money. And besides my mom marrying her 19 year old Korean husband is not that interesting, whatever. And Leslie's like, although that does sound interesting, you're right. Let's jump in. And so I guess they talk for an hour and basically, um, Jen tells her that, uh, this this town, this position, it's worth your time. Uh, you're so much smarter, so much more talented, uh, have so much more ambition than just this, even though it's your dream job. You should be, you know, running for a higher office and then come back. And it's like she, she equated it to being a high school student <laughs> with a hot old English teacher, graduating, doing all of this stuff and coming back when you're an adult and banging your English teacher, <laughs> like, and they was like, huh? But yeah, she got the point. Like, uh, I think she's a little too good for this job. And then time runs out. Leslie has like one more question, but then Jen Barkley is literally going to charge her another $1,200 or sue her for it. if she says one more word. And so <laughs> she kind of leaves and says five more words as she's leaving. But you know, those are freebies. And so she is gone. And so, Leslie holds a press conference a couple hours later saying that, you know what, uh, I'm leaving. Thank you for your time. I'm going to go home and make out with Ben on my couch. And that's it. And that's when Purge is like, well, a very <laughs> surprising, unsurprising <laughs> announcement of an um, unemployed lady leaving her job or something like that. <laughs> um, and so Ben gives her, actually gives her her real present, and that was a trip to F- Paris. And I guess I've never been to Paris, so I guess the thing to do when you're in Paris is to buy a lock and put it on a fence with your name on it. There's a bridge there <laughs> that's like you lock your love in on that bridge. It's a very famous bridge. And actually, oh, okay. I think they, because it gets so full and it gets so heavy with all the weight, I think like every few months or once a year or something, they actually have to remove all the locks. And oh, yeah. So, so then those loves are... Although... Unlocked. Yeah. Well, two things. When Purd is speaking he is acting like he's holding a microphone the entire time (laughs) and then at the end (laughs) says i just realized i forgot my microphone yeah and also according to the internet trustworthy source there is still a ben hearts leslie or leslie hearts ben leslie hearts ben lock on that lock on that bridge huh so maybe they keep up pop culture or really reference or maybe people keep putting it back but that seems silly who knows but yeah, no, they definitely have to remove locks at different times because it gets, there's a, I mean, there's a bunch of places across the world that have bridges and fences that people do the locks on. We were actually saw one when we were on a road trip, uh, when we went to Marfa, Texas. By the Prada Marfa store. We like there's to say locks. Marfa like that. It's Marfa. fun. But yeah, they have a Prada Marfa um, art exhibit that's put on by Ballroom Marfa, I believe is the name of the gallery. Um, and they have around it a fence and people have done locks on that fence. Sean, this uh, brief Paris scene is also the source of our, did you notice? You might not have noticed because I would argue that the <laughs> creator of Parks and Rec, Michael Schur, is probably not the most recognizable face. I'd say I, I think his most popular on camera role is Moe's. 
oh, from The right. Office, where he has a uh, chin strap Abraham Lincoln type beard. So seeing him without a beard is is probably not as common. But he is in the background in the scene where they're eating in Paris. He's at one of the other tables as an extra. I did not notice. I did not notice. I didn't even look didn't, at the other people really. Didn't notice. <laughs> didn't. didn't. And that notice. was. Did you notice? And the answer today it's was no. no. And now, that happened. Sean, right this now. is a very, I would say, very spot on episode for Parks and Rec where uh, someone becomes unemployed and then goes to Paris. Is that correct? Incorrect. Oh, oh, oh. could be. You don't keep Paris? up with the people after they're unemployed. <laughs> we, don't, we ain't got enough money to go to Paris. Paris, Texas, maybe? Maybe, probably. But I don't know if that's a uh, tourist location. Yeah. I did. I wouldn't say it's as big as Paris, France. I did stumble on a Reddit post that uh, showed a European road trip throughout Texas just with all the city names that are... That are also European. They're also European cities. So there's like a Paris. Others. I think there's a Stockholm somewhere. Uh, There's some... One of of the Spain, like a Madrid, Texas or something. But it, it looks like a terrible road trip. And apparently a lot of those cities are like 3,000 or less people, towns. So there's not a ton to like do necessarily. like a water tower and maybe a police station. And that's about all you got. We went through one city. town on our trip that didn't have a real police station. It just had like almost like a carport type thing. Then it said like name of the city police something. I forget like police station or whatever. But it was just so they could park their vehicles there. And then maybe it's a garage. <laughs> yeah, essentially. And then a little ways down after that, but I think in a different town, there was like a proper police station. So I, I'm assuming they probably share those resources at the bigger one. And then they like go out to that other area, but I don't know. Cause it seemed like they were, uh, connected cities in some ways besides just that. But I don't know. Small towns, man. Small towns. They wild. Sean, I believe you pro- Predicted that this episode was going to have a dunce cap involved. No, okay, we there was not to not see, but it, there was second chance because Leslie was oh, using right. cutouts from Teacher Heaven or somewhere, and they didn't have a a. So she she, she <laughs> didn't have enough time to get a new banner made before her press conference that day because that day is when she decided to run uh, for the other Dexhart's chair seat. Um, and so the banner place that she normally gets all her banners from didn't have enough time to make it. So she just cut up a bunch of old banners and other things. And so, yeah, it was really weird. Like a lot of things were misspelled and she was using like words, letters, numbers to be other things. And yeah, she, I guess didn't have an A. So it was chunts. Second chunts. Yep. Um, she had a lot of banners though, cause they were all different kinds of colors. Birthday math. How oh, many? Yeah. Uh, how many episodes are in this season? Thirteen. No, that that's season, season. That season seven oh. has thirteen. Season six, I believe, has the full slate. I'm I'm just asking because it feel it really felt like last episode was a season finale, and now they're just kind of like. Oh right, because we talked about that. That was like a like a winter finale, and this would be the first episode of spring. Because Joey said this is the first episode of 2014. 2014. So that makes sense. It's sort of like starting a new a new storyline of yeah. progression. Yeah. What are they going to do? Yeah. Um, 
this episode, episode season six five. has 22 episodes okay so, so we're halfway episode nine just kidding we're almost halfway it's episode 10 this was 10 i thought it was nine we're well, still almost halfway it's technically 10 but it's also uh, technically like london it's very confusing the internet oh, has conflicting yeah. information on if london okay. parts one and two counts as one episode netflix told me but yeah. what's the next okay. episode is it called three like episode three of the season one well, netflix no but on all kinds of like Parks and Rec, Wikipedia. So do wikis. we either have 12 more episodes or 13 more? Or do we either have I believe we 12 have or 12 11? More. Okay. 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 Well, whatever. Okay. 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 Yeah. Either okay. way, I think it's 12 more episodes. It'll just show up as 21 on Netflix. Whatever, dudes. And it's 22 in real life. Whoa, but I thought it was conflicting. So what's real life then? Guys, I'm dying. In real life. R.I.P. Oh, no. Something is wrong. My friend said I need to start taking probiotics. Every time I eat... You should take probiotics. My uh, my stomach hurts a lot. <laughs> and it's not just the massive weight gain. It's the... Uh, something's wrong. It's like, you take probiotics? I'm like, what's a probiotic? Is it, I thought it was like milk. I've seen it on milk. It's like, no, it's a... You gotta take a pill. Do you have any suggestions, listeners or you two? I would say see a doctor if this is oh, an okay. ongoing thing. I think but, that always helps. But probiotics uh, yeah, also help. People swear by probiotics and they're good because your body has a lot of things that like, you know, well, a lot of stuff takes things out of you. So probiotics put that stuff back in that you need. And I think it's supposed to help with like digestion and that's, some different Yeah, that's pieces. the problem. I'm having... Every time I eat, I feel super bloated. I'm like, what is wrong? I can't eat food anymore. I've only ever taken probiotics post-surgery, and I did not need to undergo a second surgery for the same thing. So (laughs) probiotics work. Well, there you go. Well, and I think a lot of times, too, if you're taking antibiotics, people pair probiotics because the antibiotics, I think, like take some of the things away that the probiotics return to you, even though antibiotics are good. Cause right they're like, they're helping you to recover and to fight infection and all that, but it's still, it's like a give and take thing. So then if you take probiotics alongside of that, I've heard that it's helpful with recovery. I don't know. You could also look up like a holistic food place or different things like that. This lady I used to work with is very into that kind of stuff and knows a lot about it. And if you were ever like, oh, this is happening, she's like, well, I'll try blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I've done a couple of the things she suggested, and it was helpful. Well, we're making life changes starting tomorrow. Let's do it. Probably do it starting Tuesday. Because my wedding pants swing, did yeah. not fit. And as I told them before the episodes, I had to wear shorts to this wedding because COVID weight um, is not doing me great. But they were cargo shorts. We do have to clarify. So had many pockets. So very yeah. So you were actually very popular because you were just producing. I assume you <laughs> stuffed trinkets in all of them, and you pull out <laughs> here's some Rubik's cubes. Magic. Here's a bop it. It's a bop it. <laughs> nah. But you were not the that. most uh, most casually dressed person, right? There's a uh, another figure there wearing. Um, an Adidas polo. Uh, <laughs> and you were wearing um, a dress shirt, presumably. I had a dress shirt on, yeah. at least. He was wearing a, an Adidas polo. So it didn't really make make sense. He looked like a sports official, and I looked like a boat guy. Because I was wearing Sperry's with cargo shorts. 
and a dress shirt. You were like, after this wedding, I'm going boating. Yeah, I look like a douche. I got to go straight from this wedding to the boat, Doc. I've already started the motor. I've got to get on the boat. The motor's running. I've got a jet. Ha-ha, <laughs> jet. Ha-ha. <laughs> well, Sean, so uh, even though you're sad about your current, current state of life right now, I hope that uh, you are very entertained by the top five. We'll be caught up in the top five. I feel like I change the lyrics of that every time. I don't know. I like it. Keeping us on our toes. Okay. And perhaps you noticed, uh, did you notice, whilst John Ralphio, I mean, we did, we talked about this. The pajamas? The matching pajamas, but they are watching Saturday morning cartoons. So I thought, why not do a top five cartoons from when I was growing up? Oh, yeah, I'm all about this. Okay. I will say, I think both of you will probably disagree with a few of these, but these are Perfect. ones I watched growing up. These are ones I watched and remember watching are, growing and up. Like, and you like these are the top liked. five ones that you these liked. These are top that five ones I liked with. while watching while growing up. So like Bob's Burgers would be on today if yeah. I was doing like a top five cartoons. But these are all childhood. Okay. Enjoyed. I believe all '90s cartoons. I mean, let's see. Possibly some spillage into 2000s. Number five. Number five, Sean, I believe is a show you've never seen, which is Recess. <laughs> I've seen like one or two episodes. A terrific cartoon about life outside of the school. Although there were some scenes in the well, school. Well, on, on the playground. Yeah, on the playground. Mostly. The recess. Um, but just so many, so many fun little characters. I mean, you got the crew. You got six main characters, which... It's kind of a lot for a An cartoon. Ensemble That's a cast. lot to keep track of. I think like I mean, Hey Arnold had had a similarish, but I would even almost argue there were like four I main characters. I think in, in Hey Arnold too, there were times where the story was focal. Like one of those characters was a focal point. Whereas I feel like in my memory of Recess, yes, sometimes it was like. I'm a yo-yo champion and that's the whole story. But it was always like telling the whole thing too. Of ever- more so, those people were all characters that were always there yeah you had yeah you had tj spinelli vince gus gretchen and mikey i reckon i remember all six of them uh the the two most memorable recesses i remember (laughs) two most memorable hey that's a different top five we had mikey as a top two now mikey uh accidentally people learning that Mikey has an incredible voice, which I believe is Robert Goulet singing as him, singing Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen while (laughs) in the bathroom. (laughs) And then he's overheard, sings, wows everyone. The other thing, topical since Haley's been watching RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race. All the time. Yes, I have all the time. Uh, Vince is teaching a. Uh, I actually forget who he's teaching how to walk. Maybe Spinelli, how to walk in heels. Which would make sense to be teaching Spinelli. Yeah, and he knows how to walk in heels via his sisters, I believe. I think he has a I lot think of sisters. So. Right and he's just going step, step, sachet, step, step, sachet. Nice. And those are my recess memories. And you remember the yo yo one? And the yo yo. That's what's her name? What's her name? I don't know. I don't know what. One of the four Ashleys? No, she's the main Gretchen? girl that has. Yeah, I think Gretchen. She's got the long hair, right? And the glasses. Yes. Yeah, that's Gretchen. She does like, uh, she's like in a yo-yo competition one episode. It's very memorable. Nice. Who was the guy with the red hat, backwards hat? That was TJ. 
Okay. He was the the main. That's the only one I recognize. The main uh, sort of like leader of the group. Yeah, but he was little too. I would I would argue, based on I can't remember a single plot line he was involved in, the least memorable of the group. But huh. I think he probably had. I mean, his name comes. There was to one mind time first. they did like an obstacle course around the whole playground. It was anyway. Doesn't matter. What's yeah. number four? Number four. Tell me if you remember this one. Kablam. Yeah. I remember Kablam. Excellent. Excellent. Kablam. I, I'm not going to lie. Don't really remember Sniz and Fondue. I'm talking to the OG Kablam episode. So Life with Loopy, Prometheus and Bob, and Action League now. I also don't really remember that much about Life with Loopy, but I do remember her brother listening to a song that just goes, You're a gooba. You're a gooba. Which I think is from the very first episode of that entire show. But wow. Action League now, fantastic. Yeah. Action figures be in action figures, basically, is the premise of that show. And then Prometheus and Bob, it, it, which is still one of my favorite things to this day <laughs> of an alien coming to Earth and trying to teach a caveman how to do things. <laughs> and it ends horribly. It's so good. Did actually now get its own spinoff, like its own show? Because that was like the main hit of... Yeah, it definitely was the the main hit. Because the the naked dude (laughs) would always get destroyed. They always die. They always got (laughs) obliterated in every episode. It may have had like a short-lived or like some other thing that they did with it. Because that does sound familiar. But I, I, I'm, you now got me. I want to look up their powers because they all had certain powers. <laughs> but I remember there was one who was, had very unimpressive powers. I can't remember. I'll look it up after the show. I mean, um, we can we can go through. <laughs> no. Do you already got, have it queued, Jay? I kind of have it queued. I was trying to remember what Sniz and Fondue was called because I didn't fully remember it. Because it's sorry, it's not the winner of the show. But they had they had the Flash. Because <laughs> he was naked. Yeah. Thunder Girl. Stinky Diver. Meltman, which I assume is the one you're thinking of. The one yeah, that would just melt all the time. He melts, <laughs> yeah. Because the narrator would be like, he melts. Yeah. And then there was the chief and the mayor. And then Justice, the golden retriever. <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch some of this when we're done. <laughs> Number three. Number three, of course, a classic, Rugrats, mm-hmm. which I'm not, I'm not going to say this was the best. I mean, it's number three, obviously, so not the best, <laughs> but just like Rugrats was always on as well. So mm-hmm. I'd watch it coming home from school. It was on Saturday mornings and uh, just, you know, just could empathize with some kids, some babies. Yeah, and they were really inventive, which I liked. They were, yes. They did and not let their incredibly small stature or really uh, fact that, like in Tommy's case, that he couldn't really walk, slow him down. He'd still he be toddled. doing little. Yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't get a lot of momentum going on. Angelica uh, When just he walked over and would very, flip open the lock on their playpen, he was very agile with his screwdriver oh, that was always in his diaper. Yeah. Yeah. Angelica, a very depressing character. Like a sad childhood. She's just trying to get some attention. Her mom's so never I was, paying attention. I was taught at a very young age never to uh, never hit a girl. But every time I watched Angelica on screen, I wanted to slap the shit out of her. Like, come on, man. Some One of these babies, I know they're just babies and she's older. 
But come on, babies, y'all got to just team up because she was so mean to she them. She was super mean to them. Yeah. Angelica. I think watch it, watch it as an adult, and I think you'll take a more sympathetic no, stance I, to like, Angelica. <laughs> I get what you're saying, and they did do a lot to show, like, yeah, her mom's never around, her dad, whatever. Um, but at the same time, she was super mean to the babies. Chucky's and to like, Susie too, yeah. right? The neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, they she was mean to her too, and Susie was super nice all the time. Mm. Uh, yes, Sean, you were correct. Chucky's mom was dead. Yeah. His dad was a nervous wreck. Yeah. And then oh, I just yeah. liked how Phil and Lil were so convincing when they swapped. <laughs> I always enjoyed Phillip. that. Lillian. <laughs> Philip and Lilip. Also, uh, the episode where Stu becomes a baby, where he falls and hits his head and then thinks he's a baby. Did you, Chef's kiss. <laughs> did you ever later see um, Rugrats all grown up or whatever? Yeah, I didn't it was care called? for that. I liked the I liked the occasional episode, much like the Simpsons when they look in the future. Yeah, that's fine. But when they had the whole like series, little, yeah, when the whole series revolves around it. Well, how do you feel about Dill? Dill Pickles. I thought that's a very clever name. Uh, that was kind of when I stopped watching. I would mm. say I saw that one movie, Rugrats in Paris. Mm. Topical. It might have been in Paris. They or had the more Rugrats than one movie. movie. Yeah, maybe just but the Rugrats movie. But I feel like, like I also Rugrats saw one Reptar in Paris. Yeah. something movie R- as oh, well. Oh, Reptar, just a brilliant. Yeah. There's kids <laughs> on the ice. Somebody get their Paris. I like that show. I think that was one of one, if not my favorite cartoon for a while growing up. But it was also always on. So I was like, yeah. They knew what the people wanted. Yeah. Number two. Also great theme song. Regrets. Two. Number two. Uh, a lot of R's in this list because this is Rocco's Modern Life. Oh. Rocket Power. No? Rocco's no. Modern Life? I didn't watch no, Rocket Power right. that much, but it, I enjoyed it when it was on. Yeah. Just, I think it it got its launch in '99. Right, kind of moving away from the you cartoons. You were like, "I'm too cool I'm for, too cartoons cool for cartoons now." But Rocco's Modern Life obviously loved the accents growing up. We never. I mean, have you ever seen another cartoon with the Wallaby? No. Let's get the Wallaby. It's just do here. The. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I don't remember a lot of individual plot lines of Rocco's Modern Life. It was too adult. I didn't. It was definitely too adult. Yes, which is part of the the charm, I guess, because me as just a little innocent kid, not knowing anything that's going on. But there's one episode where Filbert, the tortoise, has bad luck. He just keeps having bad luck, and he's eating fortune cookies, and it says like, "You will have bad luck." Like, oh. And he, he keeps opening fortune cookies with the same message. No. And then convinces, I believe, Heifer to open one. Heifer opens one and it's like, hey, you're going to meet meet someone new. <laughs> Something completely different. Dang. And then it goes, Philbert's like, well, give me give me that other one. And then he opens it still. Same thing. It's bad luck. Did I, I need to- tell, what were you going to say, Sean? They came out with a movie like recently. Oh. Like I think last year. It's like a updated Rocco's Modern Life, and it's like super topical, like uh, just showing how everything has changed. Like I think they have a trans character, 
Like they do, they get into some deep stuff. I remember my friend being upset. He's like, man, I don't know if I'm ready for my, you know, my five-year-old daughter to <laughs> watch this. I'm like, then oh, don't watch it with her. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's up to you. Uh, but yeah, they came out with a, it was either an episode fine. or a movie recently. And I, I still need to check it out. Yeah, same. Sorry, Haley, I interrupted you. No, I was going to tell a fortune cookie story that I couldn't remember if I told before. But one time I was, we were out at some restaurant, I don't remember where. Uh, and one of my friends opened their fortune cookie without, sorry, they didn't open it. They pulled the paper out without cracking it. And then my, and then they read it and it was like, it was so weird because it said something like, if you broke this into two pieces, then your fortune will be blah, blah, blah. Like it specified that and they hadn't done that. So then they didn't get a fortune. And then the other friend was like, oh, and popped theirs open. And it was like, if you removed this in one try. And I was like, this is not real. Like this did not happen in real life, but it did. It was very weird. I don't remember what the fortunes were. I was just like, what are the odds that two cookies at the same table who were done opposite ways said that? I've never seen a cookie that specified anything like that other than that time. So that was the story. That's pretty impressive. I got a fortune once that said, uh, come back later. Cookies need to sleep too. Yeah. And I said, this is a ripoff. <laughs> I'd like an actual fortune, please. And then you go back in, in there. You ran the yeah. <laughs> and then in back to back fortune cookie excursions, I had one cookie with two fortunes in it and then two cookies in the same package. Dang. I have one that I still have the fortune of that says you need to be of less anger and more calmness or something like that. And that's why I have it. I was like, this is spot on. Clearly did not take it. Oh, no, I I try. Sometimes. Haley's not angry. I've never been angry, guys. She's put up with some shit. I've seen it. (laughs) Number one. (laughs) Number one. Haley, a big fan of the show. Sean, I believe, did not watch it. Oh, I know it. Daria. Childhood cartoon. That's not a kids' cart. Saturday morning. Oh yeah, okay. that's true. It's not really a Saturday I didn't morning. I specify Saturday morning. I, I think you did. No, I said John Ralphio and crew were watching Saturday morning cartoons. These this are was just too my adult five for me too. I didn't understand what's going cartoons. on. This is boring. I loved the show. Late. Oh, I loved so it I'm, even as a kid. Jammed it I'm on the late nineties. No, late night Sean, TV. I said you would not agree. Uh, but it, yeah, just very. I obviously enjoyed it. As a kid, which is why it's number one on my list. Still great as an adult. Very I, good. I got the uh, entire series on DVD many moons ago and then watched through it all. Sean, you uh, are, are a fan, I remember, because I sent you this scene of the dad laughing a lot once he under- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> once he pretends like to show, understand Sean. a joke. And he goes, you got to send it to me again because I, <laughs> I vaguely... Re- oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Because we watch videos where there's... Abhorrent laughter at situations that don't <laughs> that don't require it. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. wonderful. Yes, and that, that was pretty funny. Now I gotta look that up too. I gotta look up actually yeah. now, and I gotta look up that laugh. Actually now, and the Daria laugh, which is from the movie. Actually, is it fall yet? <laughs> uh, not even the the show. But that's on the DVD collection too, I believe. Yes. Yeah, we both the, have the uh, full DVD collection. Well worth it. Well worth super it. worth it. I mean, we don't need two copies in the house, but we had them when we met. So, goodness, what a terrific show! And again, like lots of lots of great characters on there. I uh, many different 
you know, broaching lots of different subjects uh, and just, I mean, the, the football. And Kevin Daria's, and Brittany, the football player and cheerleader, is yeah. like such a spot on stereotype. They're it's pretty wonderful. good. And Daria's kind of like an anti-hero, which I think is why I like her so much. Yeah. And just like cynical. Yeah. But she's also cynical. Like a little, a little hopeful, and she's intelligent nice. yeah. and she like doesn't put up with shit and she does want to empower other people and she does like she cares about school. She doesn't care about bullshit, but she cares about school. She cares about her friends, you know, like she has a crush on this boy and she's super awkward around him. And that's pretty fun too. So it's, it's very yeah, relatable in a lot of ways. Yeah. He's around. So most of the time she's like, you know, kind of neutral phase, like whatever. But then whenever she's around him, it's like, Oh no, I really do have this emotion that I don't want to share. Yeah. So it's, it's, I get it. Yeah. What a great show. We were caught up in the top five. Sean cutting off my admiration for Daria, but that's, oh, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. We had a great one. We had a good one. I think that was a, the decent list. I don't, well, I don't think we have to argue too much of that list. Well, I don't know if Sean feels you. the same, but yeah. You're you're you are welcome, sir. It it was it was his favorite cartoon, so I can't exactly. argue his favorite. No, if it was the top five cartoons of all time, then I would be Well, yes, I, and also of be, all time. I would be penetrating this conversation yeah. with inserts. <laughs> All time opens too many doors. There are too many openings in that. (laughs) Penetrating. (laughs) Penetrating this conversation with inserts. Oh, that seems like a perfect way to go into categories. Cat categories. I'm going to be real honest with you. This isn't Mm. a good one. It's going to be quick. Okay. As you may have noticed... At the start of the episode, because it was a trivia question, Chewbacca is stealing Andy's spaghetti. And so why not do categories of types of pasta? No. uh, Oh, I thought you were going to Star Wars characters. Okay. We've done Star Wars characters before, I thought we did. And then I was was like, man, we've done Star Wars characters. So we're going to mix it up. We're going to do types of pasta. I'll start with spaghetti. Penne. Linguini. Lasagna. Elbow. Ravioli. Is that com- is that macaroni? Is elbow? No, right? bow tie. Shells. I think they're just called shells. Uh, uh, noodles. <laughs> no, <laughs> noodles. Ramen. No, sure. that's not. Oh, okay. Oh, why not? We'll give it. Uh, no one said fettuccine, right? Mm. Egg no. noodle. Duh. Sean's going to lose this one. Yeah, I'm out. Dang. What's the the, uh, macaroni? (laughs) What's the the spiral one that that looks like a spring? Well, and Ricconi or something, too. Oh, There's yeah, one, ricotta, not ricotta, ro, something with an R. Rotini. Yeah, Rotini is also a, a spiral one. Of course, Fusili from the Seinfeld, Fusili Jerry. Uh-huh. Yeah, And Rotini. then flat noodles are something too, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what 
Lots of different pasta. Bless you, Sean. Oh, my. Bless you. Oh, he's gone rogue. We're making life changes tomorrow, guys. We are life changes tomorrow, but today we're sticking with what we've done every episode, which is you trying to guess what happens next episode. And I think this clue might be a little more forgiving than last time, namely because there's not a typo in it. It is called New Beginnings. Go. Oh, it's like we're starting a new season, but we're in the middle of a season. Uh, so Leslie needs to find a new job. What is she going to do? What's she going to run for? She's going to leave Pawnee and start campaigning for the state of Indiana so she can come back and shit on Pawnee because she's bigger than Pawnee because that's what Jim Barkley said. So quiet today. Yeah, remember when it was really loud last time? <laughs> I do. That was good stuff. Update. Oh. I got an update. I deleted my hinge app. Oh, because you found a relationship? Because that's what the commercial implies. No, because I don't like it. Oh. Ah, but the commercial. (laughs) It's stressful, man. Like, like, oh, you reply next. And I've decided I'd rather chill and be single than actively look for a relationship because that is so much more stressful. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I'll be fine. Sean's over here being Sean. So Sean is back on Tinder, is what he's saying. No. Oh, no, no. No, that makes sense. I feel like that would be super stressful. I like that you're holding both hands up in the air now. (laughs) Like, I mean, y'all see how I am whenever we went out and y'all would try to get me to talk to somebody and I get all weird. Like, it's just, I don't like it. I don't like the feeling of it. I can be normal, but then when in that situation, whether it's either on my phone or out in public, I get anxious and i don't like the feeling i hate it i hate it i hate it so much yeah well we'll we'll write hinge to let them know that i well but that's not about it's not their fault so much it's it's about me it's not it's more it's not about you it's about me like it's not you it's me hinge (laughs) goodbye (laughs) all right all right it's you Joey um, recently sent me a Reddit thread that was, what if we used breakup lines instead of pickup lines? And some of them were very good. And some of them were very bad. A lot of them were basically just like, girl, are you a dumpster because you're trash or stuff like that. And I was like, okay, well, there's too many of these that are exactly the same. Um, but there were some pretty funny ones in there. I can't think of what, what was the one I showed you, Joey, that I liked? I don't know. We could probably cue, oh. cue something up. I don't remember which one you showed. But me. are you pulling it up now? I am. It's loading. It's losing. 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 I do like, hey, babe, I think it's about time we cancel our gym membership. We're not working out anymore. Topical because I just canceled my gym. That one's good. What else? Membership. <laughs> also topical based on Sean saying we're making life changes. Girl, you're looking like a snack and I'm going on a diet. I liked that one. You remind me of Haley's comment. I don't want to see you again for another 74 years, which I believe, is that right? Is that the right amount of years? It's 70 something. Okay. Okay. I'm sure he had to look it up. Yeah, let's trust. Are we tectonic plates? Because we're drifting apart. That's not the one, but it's kind of fun. Um, Are you a tunnel? Because we're breaking up. Are you an anchor because you've done nothing but weigh me down? Dang. 
All right. <laughs> I didn't find the one yet, though. So you, uh. you guys can talk about something else. <laughs> While I'm finding the the perfect one that I liked, I'm not actually perfect might be an overstatement. Why don't you uh, <laughs> tell people how they can find us? Perfect is an overstatement, but you can, of course, holler on Facebook or Twitter at Parks Rec Pod. Or get over on your podcast listening app of choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And if you can, leave a five-star review. I know Spotify doesn't let you, but you can subscribe instead. And that's kind of fun, too. That's a little something you're going to... It's all good. That's all the vamping I can do. Haley's got nothing. Reward our listeners with a Jackbox night. Ooh, that'd be fun. Ooh. Although only done one of those a certain a number of people we can, can do an audience. We can have audience oh, participation. Yeah, I so. yeah. I'd like this, Sean. We're famous. Like Amos. <laughs> <laughs> well, Haley hasn't found it, so. It's so far. I don't know how. I mean, that. Reddit, you know? Just read one more as our final wrap up. Hmm. I'll, I'll update you guys next week on how these live changes are going. Excellent. We will try on pants during the no, episode. We we will not try on pants. Oh, we will not. Episode. We will not try. Let's on pants. let's let's wait some episodes down the road. We'll see you at the end of the season. If my pants can <laughs> buckle, this will be. <laughs> you'll wear them on the dunk tank, and <laughs> we will see if we can cause them to fly off via the force <laughs> of dropping you. They're just gonna rip a half. I'm. I want to have. <laughs> Instead of pants, I'm going to be wearing pant. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, that's where my shorts are. So, you're short? It's over here. <laughs> this one's kind of good. Are you a parking ticket? Because your evidence, I made a mistake. Parks and Racked. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.